If you got that one, Wayne, go ahead and give it out. If you got that, Wayne. the Bible says and we read this from 1 Corinthians 11 often when we take communion the Bible says let a man or a woman examine who? Examine yourself not your neighbor, not your spouse examine yourself and the Bible is clear that God is holy says therefore be ye holy because I am holy because I am holy and the Lord calls us, let's search our hearts. It's so easy to allow things to creep in that we justify and we just get used to. Things that quench or grieve the Holy Spirit in our lives. Things that really, if the spotlight of God's holiness were turned up to a greater degree. You all know those dimmer lights? Well, there's, there's different levels of the holiness of God as He draws near to us. And many people have become very content in dealing with a very dim measure of the holiness of God. But as I sat just listening and just singing along, I just sensed the word again, Lord, you're holy. Help us to acknowledge your holiness and to acknowledge it as we walk through this life, that we serve a holy God, and he expects his people to live in a holiness, to live in a purity, to live in a righteousness. So we're going to sing that through again have the singers sing with all their hearts and if you would just search your heart maybe there's something God's been speaking to you about maybe there's a relationship God's been saying you know what that relationship's not healthy and I've asked you to separate yourself it's time or maybe there's a hobby or there's something you've been doing that the Holy Spirit has been saying you know that's hindering our intimacy that's hindering us from getting closer and if you would remove that, it would allow us to become so much closer and better acquainted. Amen? So as we sing it through, let's search our hearts. And if God is putting his finger on something at that spotlight, 
It's not a condemning thing. God's full of mercy and truth. He says, listen, I want you to see these things so you can remove them so our closeness can get closer, so our walk can get tighter, so our intimacy can get fuller. So as they sing, let's search our hearts. And God's saying, put this down or set this aside or begin to move and act on this. Let's respond to the holiness of God and let's be a holy people. Can you say amen? Oh, let's worship the Lord. Come on and sing it. It's the highest your name, it's the greatest your name, stands above the Lord, all thrones and dominions of power, and positions your name, stands above them all, and the angels cry, we love you and we praise you this morning we thank you this morning that because of the blood of Jesus we can draw near to a holy 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 God and because of your Holy Spirit within us we can walk pure and holy in this present world that as you give us grace and strength and we stay sensitive and obedient we can be holy like you're holy and we can walk in a purity and we can walk in a righteousness even in a very fallen and wicked generation. We can stand out a salt and light filled with your spirit, washed in your blood with hearts that are hungry and desiring to please you, to honor you and to properly represent you. Father, we thank you for your holiness and we thank you for the blood of Jesus that allows us to draw close to you thank you for your Holy Spirit that enables us to live it out. And with that, all God's people said, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Holy, holy, 
people said you may be seated hallelujah amen 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 praise the Lord you know, that process of walking in holiness is a continual process for the believer in this world amen in fact what we call holiness or sanctification is actually a partnership between us and the Spirit of God we work with the Holy Spirit to live pure and to live holy and to live righteous. And one of the keys to that is say, Lord, keep me sensitive to your Holy Spirit. So if things come in my life, in my speech, in my thinking, in my behavior, that I'll be sensitive enough to sense you putting that warning light on or speaking to me, telling me, Lord, pull that back. And one of the greatest keys in walking close with God and saying, Lord, give me a sensitive and tender spirit that I could hear your voice and be quick to respond. Amen? Praise the Lord. Well, good morning. Oh, that's good. God is wonderful. God is wonderful. God is wonderful. Amen, amen, amen. All right, children, you are dismissed to Children's Church. Amen. And big thanks to everyone who took part in the sleepover for the missionettes. I know they had a great time with all those cars. and Thank the Lord that I wasn't staying up all night. And thank the Lord. And but God bless Sister Aretha and all the ladies that serve in that great ministry, girls' ministry. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have your Bibles, if you would go to Psalm 46. Psalm 46. And this is one of my favorite psalms. I find it to be a real source of encouragement and strength, and I pray that it will bless you in the same way. Psalm 46, the Bible says, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present or a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar and kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done. The desolations he's brought on the earth. He makes wars to cease. He is a peacemaker. <laughs> he makes wars to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And he says to us, be still. You know that I am God. And I will be exalted in the earth. I will be exalted among the nations. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Spend a few moments preaching from Psalm 46. Again, this psalm has always been a source of encouragement and strength for me, and I pray it'll do the same for you. Now, this psalm grew out of a marvelous miracle in Israel's history. 
And its emphasis, as we try to bring out, is the presence of the Lord with his people, with us, with us. The Almighty is with us. And the difference it makes when you and I choose to trust him and the challenges and the changes, transitions of life. Again, the psalm is going to focus on the Lord and what he is to his trusting people. As we choose to make God our trust, he's able to be all these wonderful things that he desires to be in our lives. Now this morning, the Lord wants to emphasize to us real clear the call to trust him. Regardless of what you're facing or what you're battling this morning, God says to you, trust me. Lean on me, look to me, depend on me. I won't fail you, I won't bail out on you. I'll be there for you. I'll stand by your side even when no one else will. And I'll show myself strong on your behalf if you'll just look and trust to me. God reminds us this morning, his love for his people is eternal. His faithfulness is great. His power has no limits. So he calls us to cast our cares and give him our burdens and believe that our God is able and our God is willing to be there for us, to be our refuge and to be our strength and to be the one that helps us when no one else can. And if you'll trust in the Lord with all your heart and look to him in your time of trouble, you'll see the power of God working wonderfully in your life. Somebody say amen. It is written in Romans 9 and 33, the one that trusts in him, he will never be put to shame. You'll never go wrong trusting Jesus. You'll never go wrong putting your faith and your trust in his holy word. Again, one of our favorite scriptures, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding these things of the world. Lean not, but in all your ways acknowledge him and call on him and look to him and he shall direct your paths. What a comforting and encouraging scripture to walk through life that as we'll trust God and look to God, he'll order our steps, he'll guide our paths, he'll lead us even when times the thing is dark and even when times the decisions are costly, God says if you'll look to me and acknowledge me and trust in me, I'll take you by the hand and I'll lead you and I'll guide you and I'll go before you. He's still the God that makes the crooked places straight and the rough places smooth. He knows where every detour is. He knows where every pothole lies. And he says, if you'll just walk with me, I'll go before you and I'll keep you in the midst of it all. I'll guide you when you don't know what to do. I'll give you strength when you have none of your own. He is a wonderful God that says, call on me and look to me and trust me in your hour of trouble. And I will stand by your side and I will defend you with my power and I will lead you forward with my wisdom and my grace. Oh, somebody say amen to that. Oh, God is a good God. Psalm 46. We used to sing it back in the day. They used to put music to it. I'm going to spare you. But anyway, this psalm most likely comes with the background of a story from King Hezekiah in the destruction of King Sennacherib and the Assyrian armies. You can read it in Isaiah 36 and 37, 2 Kings 18 and 19, you can read, it's an exciting story. And you can read that in your devotional time. See, the king of Assyria was a man who struck terror throughout that Mediterranean world. He led a powerful army that conquered everything in its way. They consumed and conquered whatever was in their path. And among the dynasties of that um, ancient world, this one was especially cruel 
and merciless in its drive towards dominance. When the Assyrians came to the city of Jerusalem, having conquered everything in between Nineveh and Jerusalem, its field commander stood by the gates of the city, looked up to the walls and called to the people to surrender. The Assyrians boasted that no other god had been able to protect their people from the god and the armies of the Assyrians. And in fact, he sent a letter to King Hezekiah with the demands for surrender and the content and all that. And he boasted how great the gods of Assyria were and belittled the God of Israel. You know, the devil still tries that tactic today. He'll try to discourage and he'll try to intimidate the people of God. He'll try to throw things at you. He'll try to hurl lies and accusations at you so that you'll fail to really trust God and believe God and call on God and stand firm upon the word of God. But the Bible tells us that King Hezekiah was a good and a godly king. And he literally took the letter that the Assyrians sent him and he brought it to the temple of God and he laid it out before the altar of God. Friend, it's so important that as a leader of a home, as a leader of a ministry, as a family, that you know how to seek the Lord, you know how to call on God, you know how to cry out to God. Because I'll tell you folks, so much depends on our ability to seek the Lord while He can be found. So much depends on our ability to draw near to God when the challenges are mounting, the pressure is great. But knowing that there is a place where we can go, there is a God that we can call on, and we can spread out before Him the burden and the needs and the situations and know that in his faithfulness he'll give us strength to meet it greet it and defeat it in his faithfulness he'll give us a fresh word to walk in his power he'll meet our need he'll go before us by his grace if we'll seek him and trust him in that hour king hezekiah was a good godly king he was overwhelmed in the natural they were seemingly going to be overrun like all the other nations But he had something that the other nations didn't have. He had the true and living God to call on. He had the holy, holy one of Israel to cry out to. And he took that letter, the threats and the belittlements, and he laid it before God. And God answered him through the prophet Isaiah. It's a wonderful thought. He simply says, because you prayed. It makes a difference when you pray. It makes a difference, I mean, when you really pray and mean business with God. Now Isaiah came to the king and said, because you prayed, because you didn't compromise, because you didn't just give in and start complaining to God, and because you didn't take all these other ways you could, but because you prayed, I will defend this city, and I will deal with your enemies. And that night, God sent one angel. He went through the camp of the Assyrian army and a hundred and 85,000 soldiers died in a single night. It pays to call on God. Let us learn from this godly king that all things are possible for our God and let us be persuaded this morning to lay our burdens before the Lord. I hope that before we leave here this morning that if you're carrying a burden or you're in the midst of a present battle that you'll be able to bring it before the Lord. You'll be able to carry it before the Lord just like this godly king did. You'll be able to run to that refuge and place your need before him and call on the Lord and allow him to intervene and allow him to give you a fresh encouragement to go out and face that thing with victory on mind. Let us be a people 
that are persuaded to lay our burdens before the Lord and believe that victory is always within the reach of anyone that's willing to spread out their concerns and cast their cares on Jesus. Now let's look very quickly at our outline because we probably can't get to everything this morning. But here's our outline for you note takers. Number one, we have a refuge we need not fear. We have a place to go. We have someone that will watch out for it. We have a place to go. No, no, you don't have to jump. You don't have to, you don't have to give up. There is a place where we can go. We need not fear. And then we have a river. We need not faint. Amen. We don't have to burn out, bail out, rust out. No, no. We have a river that never runs dry. Amen. We have a source of refreshing and reviving that keeps us going when others are giving up and quitting. And we have a revelation. Our God is the true and living God. And he will be glorified in the lives of his people. We need not fret. Let us begin. Number one, God is our refuge and strength. Verses one through three, God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. I like that. There are three thoughts under this point. Number one, our God is an awesome refuge. Our God is an accessible refuge. And our God is an ageless refuge. Number one, our God is an awesome refuge. He's a powerful refuge. He's a mighty, he's mighty to save. He's an enduring refuge. He's an able refuge. He's a prevailing refuge. A mighty fortress is our God. The great reformer Martin Luther wrote that hymn so many years ago as he was looking at this psalm. A mighty fortress is our God. That word refuge means a place of shelter. A place, um, a rock of protection. It declares to you and I that our God is dependable as a hiding place, when everything around us seems to be falling apart or we're in a tight place. There are many words for trouble in the Hebrew. This particular word speaks about being in a tight place. speaks about being in a place where it doesn't seem you have a lot of options. It seems like you're limited. It seems like things are crushing in around you. But even in that place of trouble, your God is able to work in the tight places of life. Your God is able to work where there seems like there's no options that you can even think of. God is able to unravel your knot. Can you say amen? God is able to work in the most confusing of situations. He can speak and it is done. God is our refuge and God is our strength. He's a very present help. He's a right now God. He's there just waiting for your cry. He's there just ready to move in your situation. God is an awesome refuge. That tells you and I there is a place that we can go. And there's someone that we can always call on. Oh, praise God. Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. And when the righteous run to it, we are saved or we're lifted up above it. God brings us to a secure place above it when we run to him. And when we call on him, our God is an awesome refuge. And when we trust in him, we find a place of heavenly security, heavenly serenity, heavenly comfort, heavenly strength. I like how Moses describes this in Deuteronomy 33 and 27. He says, God, the eternal God, is our refuge. And underneath 
are the everlasting arms. I like that. He says, our God, the eternal God, the almighty God, the God that is the end from the beginning, that God is our refuge. He's the place we can go. He's the plumb we can call on. And when we get into that refuge, we'll find underneath our lives the everlasting arms of heaven are holding us up and keeping us secure. There is something wonderful to know that the arms that hold the universe are the arms that hold you and I. And he says, if you'll run to that refuge in your hour of trial, you'll find there's a God that'll stand by your side. There's a God that'll hold you secure. There's a God that'll lift you up above the ways and the roarings of the enemy. Glory be to God forever and forevermore. And then we have the psalmist in Psalm 91 where he says that he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Then he says, and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my fortress. My God in him will I trust. I like that. He's saying, I choose to trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to make a choice to trust in God. you got to make up your mind. I'm going to trust the Lord in this situation. I'm not going to give in to the fear. I'm not going to give in to the temptation to worry. I'm not going to start acting ugly like someone that doesn't know God. But instead, I make a choice this morning. I will trust in the Lord with all my heart. I will declare Jesus is my king. Jesus is my shepherd. Jesus is the one that holds me in the hollow of his hand. And I will trust my God to provide my needs. And I will trust my God to protect me in the hour of danger. And I will trust my God to give me the power that I need to fight this good fight of faith and to walk through every trial and every attack that hell throws against me. Oh, somebody, let's trust in the Lord this morning. Whatever you're facing, let's bring it to God. Let's cast our care. Let's roll the burden and let's believe. Can you say amen? David went on. He sang about it. I'll spare you the singing part. But David went on in Psalm 57. Oh, what a beautiful thing. Oh, hallelujah. He's on the run from King Saul. He's on the run. He's a wanted man. Saul's lying about him. Saul's sending the troops to kill him. And David has to seek shelter in the cave. And though he's in a cave, he knows his real security is not in the cave. His security is in the Lord, his God. He said, under the shadow of your wings will my soul take refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until this storm passes by. Somebody, I want you to know it's going to pass. It's going to pass. The devil is a liar. God's getting ready to break through in your situation. It will pass. Until then, choose to trust God. Choose to walk uprightly. And choose to praise Him even before the answer comes. Make up your mind. You're going to give Him praise. Even when things don't look good, you know they're going to turn out good. Because God is your God. And He's good. And He's faithful. Be still and know that your God is the true and living God. And nothing is too hard for him and he calls us to run to him he calls us to come to him he calls us to trust in him and when we do he says I will honor your faith I will acknowledge your prayer and I will go to war for my people can you say amen hallelujah I mean if one little old angel could take care of 185,000 I think he's got you're covered amen don't mind me I just this psalm blesses me It blesses me. It's going to pass. 
And until then, just keep trusting in the Lord. Keep calling on Jesus. Keep standing on his good promises. Oh, yeah. When trouble comes, and we all know it comes, it's important to run to the right place. Sometimes we compound the thing. We ran to the wrong place. We responded in the wrong way. Have you ever been there? Still paying it with interest. Amen. But when trouble comes, that's why this psalm calls us, God is our refuge. Run to him. God is your strength. And his strength is greater than anything you have to face. God is a very present help. He's not far away from his people. He's there and he's present. When trouble comes, it's important to run to the right place. Because the Lord not only protects us, but he provides a place for us to bring the problem, to bring the burden, to bring the pain, to bring the load, to unload, to bring the confusion, to bring the offense. It's not just that he protects us, but he gives us a place where we can pour out our hearts, where we can weep at his feet, we can cast our care, we can exchange our sorrow for his strength, We can get a fresh perspective when we leave the presence of God than when we went in that presence. Hezekiah finds a refuge in the temple. Not just a place for leaving his problems outside. Don't leave them outside. Bring them in. That's why we open that altar. That's why we call on the Lord. We've come here to meet with God. We haven't come here to make believe we got it all together. We don't. That would be a foolish thing. But we came that if we have a burden, we have a battle, we come to bring it to God. Amen. We come to present it before God. We came that we can get around like precious faith, men and women that believe together. And we can pray one for another. We can stand with one another. Amen. Oh, Hezekiah, he didn't leave the problem outside. Too many of you left it outside. Bring it on in and lay it before the Lord. He spreads out before the Lord that problem, his situation, the threats of the enemy. And he found out there was a God whose ears are always open and heart is always full of compassion towards his people. He found a God that is mighty to save and available to help us. And when you and I come, we can find the same thing. When we come to that throne of grace, we can find that there's a God whose eyes are upon us and ears are always open to our cry. And there's a place not just to hide, but there's a place to unload. And there's a place to cast the care. And there's a place to bring the pain. And there's a place to present the need. He's a wonderful counselor. He's a great physician. He's a God that loves us with an everlasting love. He knows every idiosyncrasy we have. He knows every struggle. He knows everything. So there's nothing that we need to hide from him. Just bring it and lay it before him. Bring it and call on his name. Bring it and present it to God. Hezekiah finds the true and living God who is awesome, who is able, who is almighty. But he also finds one that is not only awesome, but he's accessible. He's available. You won't get a busy signal when you call on him. You won't find out that he went on vacation when you seek his face. When you get near to this God, you'll find one that's waiting to hear your cry and answer and meet your needs. Our God is not only An awesome refuge. Our God is an accessible refuge. Very present, ever-present help. That's what it means. It means he's not hard to find. Some of y'all still looking for the manager of the the place. They're lying to you. He's not to lunch. He just don't want to see you. 
but God always wants to see you. God's always accessible. You don't got to make an appointment either. Just come in the name of Jesus. Come through the blood of the Lamb. Oh, he's an accessible refuge. And you and I can come to him. The door is always open. Jesus said, come unto me all. You're the laborer and you're heavy laden and you're weary and you'll find rest. Come unto me. If life has burnt you out, if life is weighing you down, if life is just exhausting you, come unto me and you'll find rest for your weariness. And you'll find strength in place of your sorrow. Come unto me. And you'll begin to see things from heaven's perspective that will enable you to get back out there and walk accurately and walk properly and walk by faith and not by sight. Nobody wants a busy signal when the waters are roaring and the mountains are quaking and things are falling apart. But praise God, he's a very present help in time of trouble. He's a very near help when we need to call on his name. And because of the blood of Jesus, child of God, you and I can come boldly before that throne and find help in our time of need. Every time his arms are open, every time his ears alert, every time he's ready to answer us and speak to us and help us when we come to the refuge of his grace. Wonderful thought here in the highlight here is to take advantage of this glorious privilege that we have. So many suffer needlessly. So many go through the grumbles unnecessarily when there is a place that we can go and there is one that we can call on. One that is willing to answer. One that desires to answer. And one that is certainly able to answer every need and win every battle. Let's take our... Prayers and burdens to the Lord. Let's take advantage of this privilege. Let's come to Him with our troubles. Let's pray to Him in our hour of need. Let's put our trust in Him in our time of crisis. Let's never neglect the blessing and benefits we have as part of this great salvation, the privilege of prayer, and the opportunity every one of us has to come before the living God and bring Him our needs. Whatever that need is, it could be financial. It might be in the home. It might be on the job. He cares about every area of your life. He's aware of every area of your life. And He says there's a place. It's called a refuge. It's a safe place. Everyone likes a safe place. It's a safe place. You can be as honest as you want. You can cry. You can weep. You can jump. You can shout. You can lay out or you can twirl. There's a place called the presence of God. And you can go there and call on his name and cast your cares and present your burden. But then don't stop. Wait a little bit. He'll speak to your heart. Wait a little bit. He'll give you strength to get back out and fight that good fight. Wait a little bit. He's got something to reward you for trusting him for the eyes of the Lord reign throughout the earth and he's looking for men and women that will call on him and trust on him so he can bless you and he can move in your life oh the privilege child of God you and I have been given access to a God who is approachable and a God who is available And a God who is completely able to help us in any trial or in any storm. Oh, bless His name. You have a God, the Almighty God, who is on your side. 
He said, even when you go through the fires, I'll be with you and you won't be burnt. Even when you go through the floods of life, they won't sweep you away, but I'll be holding you by the hand, keeping you steady and strong as you go through it. Oh, friend, let us take advantage of the wonderful privilege we have of calling on the Lord and running to the refuge of his grace. How, how's that old song go? Um, what was that old song here? What a friend we have in Jesus. All our griefs and and sins to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, you don't have to carry that burden, honey. Jesus said, give it to me and I'll be your burden bearer. You don't have to struggle and toss and turn at night. I'll give you sleep. I'll give you peace in the midst of that storm. But you got to come to me and you got to call on me and you got to express your trust in me. And if you do, I'll go to war for you. If you you, you, I'll put you behind me like a big old daddy puts that little child behind it and says, I dare you to mess with them now. He says, I'll go before you like a roaring fire. All I ask is that you trust me and you call on me and you cast that care on me because I care for you. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Glory. Hey, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our griefs and sins to bear. What a privilege to carry everything, everything, everything. Hallelujah. Someone said, I don't know that song. Well, how about this one? Jesus on the main line. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. 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 Hallelujah. 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 He says, bring it to me. Hallelujah. He says, trust me with it. Hallelujah. He says, praise me. I dare you to praise me before that answer comes. Praise me even when things look bad. I'm worthy of it. I'm worthy. Oh, hallelujah. The earth may change. The mountains may be cast into the sea. But you and I always have a place to go and a Savior that we can turn to. And his name is Jesus. Can you say amen? And he loves you with an everlasting love. And he has promised to never leave you and never forsake you. He says, I'll be with you. I'll walk with you. I'll talk with you. I'll hold you by the hand. I'll be your defender. I'll be your shield. God is our refuge and God is our strength. But thou, O Lord, art a shield round about me. My glory and the lifter of my head. God reminds us this morning, there is a place you can go. There is one you can always call on. And there is a God, this great, holy, and awesome God that you can put your trust in. You can stand on his word and he will defend you. You can cast your burdens on him and he'll carry you and that burden all the way home. He's an awesome refuge. He's an accessible refuge. The door is open. Come on. Haven't you carried it long enough? I won't pick on you. I'll pick on me. But maybe you can rely, apply it to your life. Some time ago, I was stewing. I don't know about you, I stew sometimes. I stew. I get stewing. 
God said to me these years, some years ago. When are you finally going to start trusting me with that kid? God just speaks straight to me. He knows our language, don't he? I'm bothered about something. Stewing over something. When are you going to start trusting me with that kid? I mean, boom. I mean, sobered me, woke me right up. I got the point. God's saying, you can trust me with that situation. You can trust me with that situation. I'm worthy of your trust in that situation. Man. Yeah. God is an awesome refuge. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I want to go someplace I know is sturdy and safe and strong. Isn't that right? I don't want to lean on something that made of paper clay. You know, I don't want that. I don't want that. Paper mache. I don't want that. I want something strong. Amen? Because I know hell's throwing them arrows. Hell is bombarded. I need something strong to hide behind. That's why I said, give me a nice, give me a strong pulpit. I need something to hide behind in case people get restless out here. And I say, someone throw back. I need something. Don't give me them wimpy pulpits. I need something to hide behind just in case. I want a refuge I can hide behind. I want a refuge I feel safe behind. I want a God that I know can do anything, anytime, anybody. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. I want a God that has ears to hear and a heart that cares. I want a God that has lips that can speak to me. But sometimes I just need to hear him say, you can trust me, son. It's going to be all right. (laughs) God is an awesome refuge. God is an accessible refuge. I don't got to get an appointment. You know, I get some of them appointments. Got an appointment? Yeah. They'll see me in three months. Good Lord, I'm dead in three months. I'm dead in two. There's some of those appointments they make. I call to get in for the doctor. I see the heart doctor. Say, see you in four months. Four months. My Lord. I'll be with Jesus walking the streets of gold by four months. Amen. I need to get in quick, brother. He's an accessible refuge. Very near. He's a right now God. Amen. You can cry to him in the middle of Walmart. He's not even scared by that. Amen. He'll self-check. He'll do all that. He'll load it. He'll do it all. Amen. No, you can call wherever you're at. Amen. You get a bad report, you can sit right in the waiting room and say, Jesus, I don't understand what that doctor just said. I certainly can't read what he wrote. But I know you can handle it. You can pray right there. Isn't that right? You know, you don't got to wait for a special dispensation to see the priest. Our high priest was going ahead of us. He's torn the veil. And now whosoever will can come and call on that name and cast your care. He's accessible. I got one more. He's ageless. He's ageless. Oh, and all the saints of the ages will sit at his feet and be blessed. When that old song, the weary are ceased with their trouble. Oh, my goodness. The ageless. I'm going to call on, I'm going to call on mama's God. Because he's still answering prayers. Amen. I'm going to call on my grandma. She could touch God. Lord, she knew how to get a hold of God. I'm calling on that same God. That's wonderful. Amen. The things he did for grandma, he's going to do in my life. Amen. Oh, this is wonderful. Let me get back to that. I got a one more. This is a sub point of the first point. That's why we probably won't get to the second point. But anyway, here we go. An ageless refuge. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In an ever-changing world, there is a certainty in life. His name is Jesus. He doesn't change. 
He doesn't grow tired. He never gets weary. The heavens and earth can pass away, but his word will forever be eternal and unchanging and forever enduring. We know circumstances change. We know that. We know that sometimes we don't even see it coming. We know people change and sometimes it breaks our heart. Seasons change. Life is full of seasons. Things that seem certain at one point, constant at one point, dependable, suddenly, they're no more. But God, His good promise and His covenant with His people will not change. Life can be uncertain. But our faith can be very certain because our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ and His unchanging Word. This world can be very inconsistent, but we have a Word that is enduring. We have a Word that we can stand on. We have a Savior that we can put complete trust in. And as you know, there's a great cloud of witnesses that have run the race before us. There are many wonderful men and women of God that have fought this good fight before us. The saints of the ages have known this ageless and great refuge. They've tasted and they've tested. They've trusted and they've testified of His power and His faithfulness. They've experienced His compassion and His care. And so when we look to Him this morning, when we call on His name this morning, when we trust, In His good promise this morning, let us remember that He's the same one that kept Noah. And He'll keep you when you're going through the storms of life. He's the same one that provided for Abraham just in the nick of time. And somebody, God knows your deadline. And He'll make a way even when there seems to be no way. He's the same one that shielded the four Hebrews, the three Hebrews, and He walked with them. He still walks with us when we go through the fiery trials of life. Things might be getting hot where you live. Things might be getting hard where you live. But you do not walk it alone. Jesus said, I'll never leave thee and I'll never forsake thee. I want to talk about a God that answered by fire when Elijah prayed. He rose and he thundered from heaven when Samuel called on him. He rolled back the Red Sea. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He rescued Daniel from the lion's mouth and He'll rescue you from whatever you're facing. He'll make a way for whatever you're enduring. He'll raise up what He has to raise up. Jesus is still the resurrection and the life and He can resurrect dead marriages. He can resurrect broken relationships. He can resurrect lies that doctors have given up hope on. He's still a healer. He's still a deliverer. He is still the King of kings and the Lord of lords and nothing is too hard for your God. He's the ageless one. He's the ancient of days. He's the Lord that changes not. He is who He is from everlasting to everlasting. A refuge in the time of trouble. A strength when we are weary. He's a God when we need a navigation system that actually works. Oh, He's a good God and He's a faithful God and He's an ageless God and when you call on this God, you just remember He's the same God that worked my 
mightily and all those other lies in the Bible. He's the same God that caused Jericho walls to fall. He's the same God that routed Pharaoh in the deep blue sea. He's the same God that fed the multitudes with just a little bit of bread and a couple of sardines. And he's the same God that's for you and with you and that'll take you through. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He's ageless. He, yeah, what he did yesterday, he's doing today. What he did for granny, he'll do for you if you'll pray like granny prayed. Isn't that right? Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God forevermore. What's he say? Come to me. Trust in me. Call on me. Come to me. Trust in me. Call on me. Don't limit me with unbelief. Don't limit me with lack of action. You do your part, I'll do mine. God is our refuge. Oh, man. You ready to bring your burdens to the Lord? If you're here today and you're battling something, You're going through something. You're carrying something. It's time to bring it to God. Don't let it keep you up another night. Don't let hell's lies torment you another night. It's time to trust it to God. You've done your part in the natural, and then we bring it to God. And we trust God. God is our refuge. God is our strength. A very present help in time of trouble, in the tight places, in the places I don't know what to do, in the places where it seems like I have no options. But God, I'll give you the option to call on me and trust in me. Therefore, we will not fear. Well, two more points takes us to one o'clock. How about we respond now to what we've heard? How about that? Amen. I'm going in this one. I said, Lord, I, I don't know. I'm getting excited reading the first part. I don't know if I'm ever going to get the second part. Forget the third part. <laughs> As a child of God, when you're facing the tight places of life, when you're trying to, you're forced to carry the heavy burdens of life, Number one, there is a place that you can go. You're never without resources. You're never. He's available. He's awesome. He's accessible. There's a place that you can go to pour out your burden, to bring your pain, to cast the care, to receive fresh grace and strength to get back out there. This life doesn't stop, does it? Life doesn't stop, does it? We can't just put the pause button on and pray it through for three months. You've got to go back to work the next day. You've got to go deal with things the next day. So there's a place that we can go to pour out our hearts and present our needs. But also in that place, we receive strength. And it'll give us a word of encouragement so we can get back out there. Amen? There's a place that we can go, and there's a power that we possess. 
Couldn't get to this, but God is a river. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Jesus said to one um, sinful woman, he said, if you drink from that, he sat by a well. If you drink the water from this well, you'll thirst again. But if you drink from the river and the water that I give you, you'll never thirst again. Because greater is he that's within me than he that's in the world. From heaven's throne to the believer's heart, there is a river that never runs dry. We possess the power. The Spirit of God dwells within us. That you can know that whatever life throws at you, you can face it. You can prevail against it. It's not in your strength, but it's in the strength of the Lord. There is a river that lives within the temple of the Holy Ghost. There is a river. Anyone thirsts, let them come unto me and drink. And as the scripture says, out of your innermost being will flow rivers. There's a place that you can go and there's a power that you possess. I got it. Someone say, I got it. You stir yourself up with that. That devil's a liar. He says you're going to wear down. I don't wear down. The Spirit of God dwells in me. How can I wear down when the Holy Ghost lives in here? Amen? It's a, it makes glad, makes glad, it makes glad. Isn't that right? That river brings satisfaction and strength. That river brings satisfaction that's a cleansing and it's a purifying and it gives me a new birth. Hallelujah. And it gives me strength to endure. God is within her. She will not fail. God Almighty is with us, in us, in us, in us, in us, in us. Greater is He that's within you. No longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth. There's a power you possess. You don't got to be looking for this. If you're a believer, you got it. Just remind yourself, I got it. I got it. I'm going to tap into it, keep it flowing. Get rid of what damns it. Amen. You know, sometimes things can damn that river. I was watching that nature channel. Them beavers are something, aren't they? I was tired just watching about them beavers. Amen. They go to work, brother. They get some work done. But they damn up that river. I said, Lord, they've got some spiritual beavers we've got to look out for. Amen. They're trying to damn up that flow. They're trying to keep that joy. They're trying to keep that gladness. And, you know, there's a place that we can go. It's the power that we possess. Remember that. Believe that. Walk confidently in that. Devil, you're a liar. I'm strong in God. Amen? Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Be to God forevermore. Place you can go. Power you possess in a sovereign to whom you belong. I'm not my own. I belong to the true and living God, the holy, awesome God, who said, be still and know that I'm God. That wicked king of Assyria, he's not God, I'm God. That bad report, that's not the final word. I got the final word. You and I belong to the great almighty God who has promised that I will be exalted in your life and I'll be exalted in your situation be still that means relax rest stop trying to work it out you're fretting you're fussing you're driving everyone else crazy be still and know I'm God
I'm able. I'm willing. And I'm working as you trust me. Can you say amen to that? Stand with me, please. Let's come to this altar. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We thank you this morning. There's a place that we can go. And we can bring every burden, every fear, every challenge, every situation. Father, we thank you that there is a power that we possess, not in ourselves, but by the Spirit of the living God. We have strength to fight this good fight of faith and to continue on walking with you. And we rejoice, oh, hallelujah, that there's a sovereign that we belong to, that you're our heavenly Father, and you are great, and you are mighty, and you are promised to be exalted in our lives and to work in our situations. If you're battling with something or if you're carrying a burden, and it's time just to lay it before God and commit it to his care and receive just new strength to get back out there and keep walking by faith. Then let's take this time. You can come to the altar. You can do it in your seat. If you want special prayer, you come to the altar. If you want to sit in your seat, but let's call on God. And if you're here this morning and you're doing pretty good, that's great. Then can you take a little time and just give God praise? Because I know for one thing, you can't walk very long with God without finding out. He is a refuge. He is a strength. He is a very present help in time of trouble. And I don't know about you, but God's brought me through a lot of things. Amen? God's brought me through a lot of things. And so if you can just take a moment and say, Lord, I want to thank you. Don't know where I'd be if you hadn't been my helper. I don't know what I would have fallen prey to if you hadn't been my strength. I don't know what would have made me just say, forget this whole thing, if you hadn't been the sovereign that had ruled and overruled in my life so many times for my good. If you need prayer, if you need to carry that burden, these altars are open. If you're doing good, then let's just give God some praise. Let's thank him. We pray, Father, we thank you this morning that we can come to you and bring all of our troubles all of our burdens. We can bring that present battle. It might be something we haven't even told our closest friends about, but we can bring it to you. And Lord, we're greatly encouraged this morning. Now Psalm 46 just reminds us that you're there for us. You're there again and again. You're not hiding. You're there. You're available. You're accessible. And you're totally able to minister to our hearts and minister to our situations. We thank you, Lord, that you are a refuge and strength, a very present help. And Lord, I pray for those that are carrying burdens or going through a battle. Grant them grace to cast their care upon you and receive fresh grace from you that they can get back out there with a fresh word and a fresh peace and a new strength. Mm. Father, For those of us that are doing all right, accept from our lips this morning praise and honor, thanksgiving because of all the things you've done for us and the many, many things you've brought us through. You are a faithful refuge. You are a place that we could always go and you've never failed us. Father, receive our praise 
and breathe fresh life upon your people. In Jesus' name. Let's praise the Lord. The altars are open. Come and 